Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following is an iHeartMedia Auburn production. This is On The Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser. And brought to you by... The Orthopedic Clinic. Bubba's Medicine Shop. Jeff Coat Tran Funeral and Crematory. Opelika Power Services. Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center. Western Sizzlin. The Clinic on 6. Rehab Works. John Rice Realty. Auburn Bank. Gentry Ware Motor Company. Reynolds Outdoors. Hamilton's on Magnolia. Cannon Carpet One. Encore Rehabilitation. Smith T. Hardware and Building Supply. Max Credit Union and Point Broadband. Listen live now at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Dial in to be a part of the show at 745-5525. That's 745-5525. Now, here is your host, D. Mark Mitchell. Seventy-three degrees. Good morning. Broadcasting live from the Orthopedic Clinic Studios inside the iHeartRadio headquarters and Veterans Memorial Parkway. You're on the mark. I'm D. Mark Mitchell, Coach Dan Washburn, Jeffrey Craig Sasser. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you, Mark? Oh, good. That's all right, Coach. Finish that biscuit. Much more important. We'll take the nod and He's say good, good morning. He's, too. Good, He's morning. good, too. He's in the midst of a good old biscuit right now. 73 degrees. It was warm. Not not warm, but a little muggy out there early this morning, gentlemen. Yeah. So a little mug. Um, let's go to our forecast this morning. Before we got, we got two big council reports today. We got the Opelika and Auburn City Council reports coming your way. So stay tuned, and uh, we'll have Council President Eddie Smith. He's hanging on right now. We'll come to him in just a minute. Forecast up first. Brought to you by Opelika Observer. That paper's out today. Comes out every Wednesday in Opelika. By the way, today is the nineteenth day of June. I don't believe I've said that. <laughs> so the nineteenth day of June. June is flying by, gentlemen. Uh, 74 outside. Uh, the paper comes out every Wednesday. It's free. You can pick it up around town at boxes at numerous locations, or you can go by their offices located in the Collaboration Building in downtown Opelika and ask them to mail it to you for a fall and give them a little small fee, and they'll shoot you that paper in the mail. Going to be a high today of 86 degrees. There's a 30% chance of rain. In fact, the high is the rest of the week, okay, all the way through Sunday. 86 today, 88 on Thursday. Friday is 90. Saturday, 91. Sunday, 93. At night, basically 73 degrees from now through Sunday. So it's not going to be very cool at night. So no 60s. Pretty much temperature is going to be close to 80s, and at night it's going to be in the 70s. Now, look, ozone was rained out again. There's a three-way tie in the 9-, 10-year-olds. Uh, one of the I have Auburn Orange drew the bye. I believe. Let me get this up. Good morning, Council President Eddie Smith. How you doing, my friend? Good morning, Mark. How you doing? I'm good. Eddie Smith on our Cam- Hamilton's Hotline. I was just going over some Dick's Youth Acts, and you know all about that, don't you, President? Yeah, I was listening to that. Um, my grandson was a, a, a nine year old in that nine and okay. ten year old 
uh, league that you were speaking of, and um, he wasn't fortunate enough to make the, the all-star team, but uh, those kids that are on that team, Mark, are really, really good kids. So we uh, we got a bright future with those guys. Well, I'm glad you told me that. You know what? They lost one to nothing to Auburn Orange, so that had to be a heck of a game. Uh, and then now it looks like Auburn Orange, Opelika, and uh, I guess it's the Blue. All have yeah Auburn Orange Opelika and Blue all have one loss Auburn Blue and no no Orange let me see how it, I'm getting the schedule here one of them has the Opelika will play the Blue and Orange drew the bye you know it's one of those three way double elimination right and all three of those teams have one loss so apparently the whoever drew the bye was the Blue team one so, nothing game in nine and ten nine, that's, isn't that something man, that, yeah that's unheard of because. Yeah. Uh, usually they throw the ball away uh, yeah. enough that you score four or five right. runs. Yeah, because they're young, they make mistakes. And oh, sure. Yeah, either it was dominating pitching or just great defense. I don't yeah. know. Or both. Jeff and I spent a lot of days out there oh, uh, together. Y'all know about that. Them, them score. Y'all are right. I didn't think about that until you just said that, Eddie and Cal Spreader Smith and Jeff. You're right. Nine and ten-year-olds. A one nothing game is some showing up defense right there. Or, yeah, yeah, or, that's highly unusual. Or a bunch of uh, are good plays or. Or a bunch of strikeouts. Well, it could have been. It could have been. So anyway, <laughs> and, studs on and then our twelve-year-old team and Auburn's twelve-year-old teams are the only two left in the Ozone. And then this weekend we have the Pee Wee tournament starting up. And yeah, I think it starts Friday, right? That's right. In Smith State, you got one in that too. You got a well, uh, kind of indirectly. Uh, Perry and Lavelle's son Grant Wagner oh, yeah. yeah. is. Um, uh, on that team and, you know, my relationship with that family. And so um, I'm sure Friday evening I'll be at the ballpark. That's awesome. You know, I was when I wrote – Is it in Opelika? No, it's in Smith. It, it is in Opelika. Oh, well, thank you for telling me that. Man, that's my, that's my understanding now. I, mean, I might go to Opelika and be in the wrong place, but that's that was okay. what yeah, I too understood far, to be. You can be in Smith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Grant's that's name. That's Coach Pitch, right, Pee Wee? Uh, Coach Pitch, yes. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach pitch, and they, that one time it went machine pitch, and I think they went back to coach pitch. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the way it is. Okay. Uh, I just got word, Council President Smith, you are gonna need to drive to Smith Station. President Bug just said, "Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I, well, that's what I'll do." Yeah, and you know what? You might have read my article because I said that wrong in there, and I have to correct it uh, this okay. week. So that's probably where you may have gotten that. Uh, sure I put open. <laughs> so, but it's in Smith's Friday night, Eddie. So that, well, be. since you volunteered that, I'll insist that's where I got it. That's where you got it. <laughs> yeah. You ought to make him drive you for the mistake. Uh, hey, at least you know where you got to go now. Thank you, Ben Bug. You do a good job. All right, Council President Smith, tell us about what happened last night in the meeting. Oh, we had an uh, interesting meeting, Mark. The uh, In the work session, we had a, a presentation from the group that's been working on the Purple Branch watershed. Um, I don't know how much you you guys know about that, but there's been a group from Auburn University and the city and the collaborative with the Keep Opelika Beautiful, and they have been working on Pepperell Creek. Those of us that have lived here a long time know why they've been working on Pepperell Creek. And so uh, they are in the process of applying for a grant to continue to work to clean up Pepper uh, Creek, as you know, it uh, empties into uh, Sagahatchee Creek, which is empties into the Tallapoosa River, right. which becomes part of Lake Martin. And so um, I, I'm not sure all of those different uh, 
ingredients in there. I did recognize the word E. coli, uh, and so uh, we're going to get that cleaned up. Yeah. And so we're going to apply for a, a grant. It's between between four hundred thousand and four hundred forty thousand. It's got a matching um, element in it of a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but we can do that in in kind services. So the maximum that we would be paying in cash, the city would be $50,000, and wow. whatever we can spend uh, that's that cheap uh, and get some uh, assistance with the funding of it, we want to do. Um, you may recall we talked about uh, probably a year ago, uh, Rocky and Sheely Langley came and started talking about a bike, bike walking path all around the creeks through uh, throughout the city. I did. And this is a very important element in that. And so uh, we talked about that and agreed to move the re- <laughs> resolution for the grant application to the regular meeting, and then we addressed that and approved that uh, later on in the regular meeting. So we appreciate all the hard work that's gone on to get to, just to this point. There's been a lot of people involved in it, and uh, it's uh, kind of exciting to see what's going on. Well, you know, Ed, you didn't want to. You didn't want a, a riding trail by Stink Creek about 35 years ago. <laughs> well, that's what I said. Those of us you knew he's in here, Eddie. You yeah. know he's in here now. Uh, uh, we, we knew that the riding and walking trail by Pepper Creek had we, to be addressed before, before the, this time, trail. didn't we? We knew way back. <laughs> uh, I didn't like playing baseball down there by Stink Creek. <laughs> yeah, right by it. Yeah, the, the, uh, in fact, that's Midland an interesting thing. One. Jeff does a, a, a uh, development. Um, that's going to go in that whole small wood park. Um, they're going, and the name right. of it's going to be called the Ball Fields. How about that? Uh, All right. Yeah, an apartment complex and some retail, and um, uh, it's uh, in the process of being finalized. We, the city and and the uh, planning commission, have uh, signed off on it and approved it. So that's going to be an exciting new. Uh, addition to our our city down there. We well, you know is. when they put the signs up, like <laughs> Pepper Branch uh, flows to the Tallapoosa. Uh, you know, uh, Saugahatchee flows to Tapuza. I asked the mayor, I said, down there on Pepper Parkway, why didn't y'all put up a sign that said Stink Creek? <laughs> Nobody know what Pepper Branch is. Well, I guess you do. Uh, Edward and Drake and all them would probably, you know, know what Pepper Branch is, but I know what it was when I was growing up. Well, you know, uh, a few more deaths will take care of the memory of Stink Creek. You, you, so you are so right. Don't want to get in that line too quick. No, yeah. you're right about that, Council President. You are right. And yeah, you know, anyway, let me Mark, say we this. going to the um, to the regular meeting, and uh, we were uh, honored to have uh, Clayton Garner with the New Birth Ministries came and did the invocation for us, and uh, Daniel Wright uh, from Boy Scout Troop Number Two Eighteen was there to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, we appreciate um, the folks that are involved in the Boy Scouts to help us during the summertime. Uh, you you know that during the school year, uh, Becky Brown helps us get students to come lead, and during the summertime, uh, we get Sarah Banks to helps us get Boy Scouts, and it's always good to see those guys and their leaders that are coming in to uh, um, do the, the pledge and the things that they teach those young guys. We are very proud to have them part of us. They're proud, too, I promise you. Yeah, and they enjoy. Well, and we moved on to the um, uh, remarks by the mayor. As you know, the mayor is um, is in Australia, and uh, he's due back in, I guess, in the next few days. And I uh, got an email early from him this morning and saying that the meeting's been very informative, and uh, they've had some uh, one-on-one meetings with some people. So we'll see what comes out of that. Um, 
Joey Motley presented the monthly uh, building inspection report, and I think we've talked about this before, but it's exciting uh, what's going on in residential development in uh, Opelika. In the month of May, we had nine new single-family residents for uh, two hundred. I mean, for two million dollars. And year to date, we have one hundred and sixty-three single-family residences permitted for forty million dollars. So we're excited about uh, the number of new subdivisions that have sprung up around town. There's an addition going on with Cannon Gate. I don't want to leave anybody out, but uh, Trillion. Uh, they can de- continue to develop Sanders Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Camelot subdivision is being uh, a new addition going on to that. And then there's a new one that we come in called Hidden Woods, which is uh, out on Highway 29, what we know as the Penn Montgomery property. Yes. Uh, yes. And it'll go all the way over at, to the uh, sportsplex. Uh, there'll be a lot of green acre field between it because there's some wetlands, but it's going to be going to be a very nice uh, subdivision out there. Good so. deal, good deal. You know, and I believe uh, President Smith they're going to build uh, an extension down below Waverly Park down in the second half. I think I saw where it's going to be forty new homes down in that area. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm I remember not sure that. What it's called. So that's, uh, yeah. I remember seeing that. So all sorts of things going on um, in our community that uh, indicate that that. People are confident that um, that our community is going to provide them with the things that they're looking for: <clears throat> church, education, family, recreation, uh, things we were talking about earlier. Um, those um, hopefully we'll have some young people move in and have some kids that come through those programs because they learn a lot from that. And I know yes, uh, our children were involved in that uh, all their lives, and mm-hmm. it made a difference in, in theirs. And, and your partner, Jeff Sasser, made a difference in my son's life, I know, because Amen. he worked with him for a long time. Well, it was, it was a pleasure, Eddie. Yeah, he's a good one. Ain't no doubt about it. He is. And that's good. I agree with you on all that stuff, Council President. Growth is good. And, and, and the more we can get it, the better, as long as you can control it and you guys – and ladies have a good grip on what's going on throughout the city. We we do. We're we're fortunate to um, that we got a great administration and, and a great relationship. A lot of communities uh, would like to take our places uh, with the relationship between the governing body, the council, and the administration. And it's um, it's, it's been a good run, and, and it's all um, due to the guidance and leadership of Mayor Fuller. And so we appreciate him. Um, a couple other things, just just as we went through the um, the um, agenda, uh, we are going to have a Christmas parade this year. If it doesn't get rained out, uh, you'll remember that we skipped a year and then we went back to uh, plan to have it last year, and the monsoons came in and we didn't get to have it. But we have uh, planned it, and it'll follow a similar route as it has in the past. And uh, I think it's scheduled for December the 4th. Um, not sure about that date, but I think that's the date. Um, we also uh, had a public hearing to amend the zoning map uh, for two acres over on Dunlop Drive. Uh, that end moved on and it became a ordinance and was approved for first reading. And we have a companion ordinance that's going with that. Uh, Mark, that Dr. John Stewart is going to buy those two acres. Those two acres uh, basically sit in front of the new Spencer Cancer Center. 
and um, um, John Stewart has uh, offered to buy those two acres and going to relocate his oh. uh, dermatology practice to there. So How about that, yeah, that's that's exciting too. That, you know, be some new growth and new uh, people moving around in that area. So mm-hmm. uh, we are thankful for John and his long term commitment to the city as well. No doubt, I love Doctor Stewart. That man has a great career and uh, has had a great career, a long career. And you know what? He used to do a lot of running around these streets here many years ago. Now he, he runs he inside he, now. So, yeah, you can see him most any morning, and mm-hmm. and that boy ran a long way. Man, you know, reminded me of Forrest Gump. You really? Uh, it was like down. it was like, man, are you ever going? It's like a, it was like I'd pass him. I'm like, are you still running? I mean, yeah. it was like you, you, you know, need to turn around and go back. <laughs> yeah, the way. yeah. It's like, but man, what a great athlete he was, and I'm glad to hear him moving, uh, getting a bigger, keeping growing his business. He's an awesome. Yeah, guy. absolutely. Um, the um, the other two things that I wanted to mention um, that were special for last night were uh, we're going to have two um, e- expansions of companies that are currently located in in the city. Uh, Hanwha uh, is going to do an expansion, and they were there, and the Economic Development Department requested a tax abatement. But Hanwha, which is located in the Northeast Industrial Park, is going to do a $32 million expansion. Oh, it'll take a, over a three-year period, but it'll bring in 128 new jobs to, to that facility. And likewise, West Frazier uh, was there to talk about a tax abatement. They're going to spend $43 million, and that would make them have spent about $125 million in a three-year period on their expansion and commitment to the city of being a long-term partner um, as a um, manufacturing facility in town. So we were honored to have those guys, the management folk, folks were there with us. Um, the manager of Hanwha is uh, Chris Hickman. And then from West Frazier, we had Rod Goldie, the general manager, and Wayne Jones, the controller. And um, they were most appreciative of uh, what we were doing, and we, of course, are most appreciative of what they're doing. Uh, go back to what we were talking about earlier, the partnerships that we have in the city has uh, been been really a, a good thing to happen and has made a lot of difference. Uh, I am confident that when the um, – when the new census comes out, we're going to have a substantial growth for the 2020 over the 2010 um, population. And I suspect that we're probably going to have somewhere between 30 and 35,000 uh, residents of the city of Opelika, gotcha. which would be up from 28,000. Right. And, you know, you were talking about, uh, by the way, we're visiting with Council President Eddie Smith, 721 on the mark. He's on our Hamilton sideline this morning, Coach Dan Washburn. Jeff Sasser and I'm D Mark, and you're listening to On the Mark. You know when you when you Jeff and I, and I don't remember when you moved here, Coach, but you know we were here when. And of course, Jeff has worked there. His father worked there. We were we were here when uh, Uniroyal, Ampex, Diversified, West Point, Purple, whatever. And I don't mean it may have been West Point Stevens. It may have been something else at the time. Uh, Leshner, when they all shut down, President, and you know now keeping these. You know it's very important to have industry, but I like to see them growing because it's. Not only do you want to keep industry, but you want to make sure you take care of the people that are here if you can, and y'all do a good job of that. Well, Mark, you're exactly right. You, you named five major uh, corporations, big uh, employers that were the basically the employers in the city of Opelika, and they're all gone. And so um, having um, replaced them and able to uh, 
continue to expand and continue to have new jobs. I have to give, put a plug in for our friends at uh, Southern Union. They have done a, a wonderful job of facilitating uh, workforce development. Uh, you can go out to Southern Union, and they will train you for about any job that is out there, including Baxter, Hanwaf, West Frazier. Uh, and then, of course, that makes you more valuable when you go for your application and you already have training. So uh, it's a it's a collaborative effort. A lot of folks, a lot of thought, a lot of uh, work has gone into getting us to the position we are today. But it's um, it's paying off and paying off in huge dividends for us. Yeah, go ahead, Coach. I thought you. Eddie, I, it's Dan Washburn. I've been hey, Coach. here. I've been here ten years, and uh, I, I believe. It, the last 10 years, I've seen tremendous growth in the city. You, Mayor Fuller, and uh, you and the council have done a tremendous job. And on behalf of the citizens of this uh, city, I, I want to thank you. Y'all work hard and long, and uh, uh, I, I appreciate what you do for me and uh, me and my family that live here. And uh, I've enjoyed it. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate those kind words. And, you know, it's a pleasure to have you and your family in our city and in, in our church, and, and we just um, love y'all and are thankful for you. Yeah, Thank amen you, sir. That. I agree. I, I agree. got one more suggestion for you. Sure. Since, since Jeff knows so much history on Pepperell Creek, the <laughs> yeah, city ought to hire him as a public uh, the liaison, uh, market the director yeah, liaison, for that project. Liaison. He knows. He yeah. Knows, but don't let him name the project. Yeah, just you know what he'd name <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to let him name it, but we're going to put stink, him out there and let him walk trail. up down that stream and pick up whatever <laughs> trash may be That's out there. That's what he That's needs right. to do, Francis. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I expect Eddie knows as much as I did because his uh, uh, mom and... and uh, Stepfather had a store up there, not far from it. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I worked there on a lots of nights uh, yeah. when yeah. Uh, when things were going well, and, and and when things were going well at West Point, the uh, the creek was uh, reflective of that. Yeah, the creek was. was going well. There, there was one of those in Valley too. When I lived in Valley, I lived close to. Uh, anybody that had to dye works, uh, and they, they they dumped all that dye in those creeks, and I'm telling you, it was something. <laughs> Is it anything else, President, that we missed in the meeting that you want to hit on? Well, one other thing, Mark, I just want to mention this, and, and because it, this is going to become more and more of a uh, discussion and an issue, um, I'm sure Governor, I mean Mayor uh, Fuller has spoke with you all about some FCC rulings about. Uh, wireless communication and where the towers can be located right. and all that kind of stuff. And so we have been progressive in trying to redo our ordinances that address wireless communication both uh, inside the city and outside the city. And so we are working, we're doing some changes to our ordinance. We did um, a couple of months back, we took care of what was called a small cell initiative and now we're taking care of what's called what it would be the the bigger uh, towers that are on private property and everything. The uh, federal government has gotten involved in that, and 
we want to have our regulations in place. We're going to require to have our regulations in place. And so we're working uh, diligently on that to uh, try to do everything we can to protect the community from uh, lots of little bitty power cells popping up on uh, on telephone poles everywhere you go. Right. Uh, Verizon and uh, AT&T are very much involved in trying to get more wires up so that they can obviously sell more uh, uh, wireless communication. And it. so we're trying to <clears throat> be compliant with that. And so you'll be reading a lot about uh, things that are going to be happening in the wireless communication business. See, that's something, I mean, I don't mean anything by this. Never even thought about that, did you? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, and, and, and unless you are um, reading and following this, this would have would have and could have may have been a real impact on the city. And we were <clears throat> aware that this was going on, and we hired a firm out of Birmingham to help us write our, rewrite our ordinance so that we would basically be in charge of how it works rather than being told how it's going to hey, work because me. they come and the time has expired on you taking uh, taking a position. So, wow. so uh, if we don't have one, if we didn't have one in place, they'd put one in place. Exactly. Good, exactly. Good and job. so we're thankful for Guy Gunner's uh, leadership on that and then the folks with the law firm up in Birmingham that has helped us um, understand what was going on and be prepared for it. Well, I understand both sides of it. I get, you know, you want to prosper your business, but also, you know, I was talking about that the other day. You want to make sure your city, cities open like an Auburn stay clean with signs and antennas and you know no more than it has to be you know that's right i mean you know there the wireless communication age is here right and we're going to have it for a long time but mm-hmm. we want to make sure that that it doesn't become a a liability to us rather than a, a an asset to us good call good call. i got a question that, that, oh by the old oh, let me get the right name track supply back behind that where it used to be a part of the the that there's that area that we were talking about what's going back in there present with the, the uh, there is a, um, I think it's going to be townhouses. Okay, um, I was told that too. I just wanted to make sure. I, I wasn't. It was someone that was. I wasn't one hundred percent sure he'd know, but apparently he was right. A little, little, um, like a little. Uh, I was trying to get like a little gated community type. Yeah, yeah. And the front of it's going to have some retail on it, uh, Mark, and then the back side is going to be uh, basically a gated community that's there going to go. have uh, townhouses, um, and that will go. Um, just about back to where the um, uh, Allen Harris uh, subdivision oh, is yeah. at the yeah. springs at the lake, lake. or what whatever the name uh, of that right off uh, development is. But so I haven't seen the details on that, but I'm told that it's uh, townhouse development that is going to be as part of what we talked about earlier, the ball fields, I think the same people may be involved in uh, doing that across okay, the street. Okay. I know David Hubman and his group have been out there um, moving a lot of dirt around, trying to, to get it pad ready or whatever. And um, and so it's interesting to see, but that's going to be another large development that will be coming uh, down the road. Well, I just, like you, uh, you were talking, I saw the dirt moving and, Next thing you know, someone told me that thing and said retail in a gated community, and I was like, "All right, that'd be a good deal." And I didn't know if he was right or not, so it sounds like he is. And I didn't think about it backing up, button up to the back side of the property where Mister, you know, where they're building that. Uh, I can't get the name. Is it Ham? No, that's it's not Hamilton. Go. It's the Springs at. Um, 
Say um, I'm sorry, Eddie. I didn't. Mean I, don't, to I can't that. remember the rest That's of right it either. But, but it's the Springs. Is, I, I think the short name. All right, my man. Well, hey, how's the family doing? Everybody good? Everybody's good. Thank you for asking. Everyone was here for Father's Day, and it was Amen. good to see him. And and uh, Ashley and James are staying busy as ever, and uh, the kids are doing good and growing. And uh, so we got uh, nine, six, and four now. So uh, the four-year-old girl is in charge. And um, so she, as I think I've told you before, never stops talking. <laughs> so <laughs> from the day she started talking, she hasn't stopped yet. She's awesome. another Forrest Gump situation. There so, you go. There you uh, go. But they're doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Springs at Mill Lakes. Kyle Thank Burdett you. nailed it for us. There you go. <laughs> Officer Burdett. Eddie, always good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you for what you do with everything. And continued success to you, my friend. All my right. pleasure, gentlemen. Good talking to you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Council yeah. President yeah. Eddie Smith right here on the mark. We'll hear from Mayor Ron Anders from the Auburn Report in hour number two. You're on the mark. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Back on the mark, 737. Coach Dan Washburn, D. Mark, and Jeffrey Craig. Always good to hear from Council President Smith. It'll be good to hear from Mayor Anders in hour number two. One thing about it, On the Mark keeps you up to date with what's going on in the O&A, and we're going to have to start keeping them going on up in Chambers County starting July 1st, Coach, <laughs> as we bump on over. There you go. Well, let me get you. Yeah, obviously. Don't cut me. I was Just getting leave me, leave me cut off. I should be all right. You know, I don't know how far out it reaches. I know to get some of Troop County. Does it get some of Harris County, too? Yeah, we're going to have it all going on. Because, you know, you, they say you West six Point. to nine. Okay. I won't be here one day a week now on that deal. Oh. Contract negotiation? No, you cut my contract. Cut my, cut my pay in half. You trying to strong, trying a, to strong Mark? Give me a half. Well, you don't have to be a Give me a, a half a sausage biscuit. Yes, you do need to be a six. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Hey, hold on. I, we did something. I did something. I didn't have your approval. I need to make sure. And you, since you're two a week, you can have a half a vote, too. We added a picture to the Wall of Fame. I added a fic- picture to the On the Mark Wall of Fame. I mean, on the cover this month, of Auburn Opelika parents, none other than Laura Lee and Daniel Chester and Winston and Rachel or Scarlett, what I call her, Rachel, Scarlett Olivia and Winston and Daniel and Laura Lee Chester on the cover of Auburn Opelika parents, and we now add them to the Wall of Fame. Good. No, I don't get a second opinion. I don't so, get a yay. I, I, I absolutely. Wonderful. I don't get a yay. Good job. I, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember, recall the time that he asked uh, my uh, got my input on putting anything on this wall. Well, that's a one we haven't added much lately. That's the newest edition. Okay. So I felt yeah, like I yeah, needed it. Did you bring that in or Coach brought it in? No, a Coach Gore brought it in for me because I couldn't find one, and he saw it, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> Other than the parents, that's a good-looking picture of them kids now. Yeah, uh, beautiful children. You wonder beautiful why, children. Why so you wonder why they're so pretty. Well, no, Laura, well, Laura Lee's beautiful. Yeah, let me take that back. We'll have to take they Daniel take after, out. They take after. Take after Mama. No, good-looking group of family right I've there. only met Daniel once. And I <laughs> he called her Lee Laura, and he's like, He went hey. home going, I met this guy that called you Lee Laura. He didn't even know your name. <laughs> he was a D-Mark. By the way, let me give you a little take back, a little re- recap on the. Let me take you back to what I started the show with. Um, Dixie Youth, okay? 
Rain, rain, go, go ahead, come again another day. It's happened to Ozone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's tournament time, it's, right? It's state tournament the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's for real. All right, so no Ozone last night, so they'll try again today at Auburn. Okay, that's Oplock and Auburn. I think 6 o'clock, we'll say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, last night we told you about the orange. Um, you know, Oplaka won nothing. They lose. In the nine ten year old division, Coach Washburn and fans, we have Auburn Blue with one loss, Auburn Orange with one loss, and the O Opelika with one loss. So what does that mean? The three of them get together. They determine who gets the bye. So who plays? What happens? You know what I mean? <coughs> so two of them play, and the other one plays a winner. That's exactly right. So Opelika. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll play the blue of Auburn. Orange will hang out and wait on the winner. What I say, Jeff? Well, you know, they drew a bye, so, uh-huh. you know, they got to play it out. And, yep. Uh, Who's playing? Uh, Opelika, Auburn, Orange, and Blue. Yeah, orange sits out. Yeah. Who's, who's Orange is sitting out on your side? Who's sitting out, Jeff? Orange. Orange. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that, am I right? Do what now? Am I correct? Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. If I can play blue, orange sits out. Yeah, I'm right, right? I, I'm, you're, I'm you're you, you, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out why he's testing me. All right, what about 11 12s? It still rained out, too. You got to play in What about, what about seven and eight? They don't start till Friday. Yeah. Where's the There you go. My man passed the you, test, you, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. On, why are you testing me? Because you were reading your phone and you didn't hear a word I said. I was just making you looked at Coach Washburn and he helped you, so. That's okay. All right, tell me about a little rain out action yesterday. We didn't get any World Series games, so we got to play. We, what did we get in? We didn't get it completed. Didn't we get one? Uh, wait. It's four to one in, in the, the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, in the fourth. That's right. Bottom of the fifth. Well, you only use your phone for personal stuff, obviously, right? No, I was reading the history of something. Yeah, like I thought. <laughs> All right, so t- four to one's the score in the bottom of the fifth. Okay. Thoughts, comments. I mean, a lot of games. If they had finished the fifth, it'd have been a complete game. Am I correct? You know, I don't know. I don't know know in this situation. According to the rules, that's that's what that's why the high school athletic association does. Yeah, but this is the World Series, coach. Yeah, but it don't matter. It's a it's a game. It's the rules of the game. Yeah, thank Preston. Well, they didn't finish it. Thank goodness. So I was got All right, now what did you say, Coach? It, they would make it if they had completed five, and or, or either the uh, the home team was ahead at the end of four and a half. It would be you think they game. would have? Uh, I don't know what they. I don't know if they didn't force that for that. I don't know about you know that's man. We talking about? I mean, they're already there. It's not like they got to go home and then travel back to make it up or something like that. You just you just got to push it. Yeah, I would think they would play. Wouldn't you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. You would think that they would I call it, it over. 
if it's a complete fold. I wonder about that. Complete. You think they would have called this game and said it's over and in the World Series? World Series versus a, a, a Major League Baseball game. Coach, I say this game's miles. going to seven unless it gets. Yeah, but Major League Ooh. Baseball has 162 of yeah, them. They got to go. I, I mean, to make that up, they would have to like fly. You know, a team would have to fly back in. I'm, I'm thinking that they. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I could see a team raising a hundred dollars worth of hell over. I would too, Coach. Uh, I, what'd you say? A hundred dollars if they did what? If they were to done that. Yeah, I couldn't handle that, Coach. Now, I well, know you, you the NHSA. If you, it, if you knew it going in, I know you the HSA head. Now you're not thinking about. Let me back up. I don't know what you're thinking. I didn't mean that. I'm, I'm thinking about going by the rules. All yes, I'm sir. Thinking. I understand. And that's the rules. Yes, sir. But governing bodies are uh, is well, they can overshadow that and say. Well, wouldn't you have thought they? Well, I didn't mean to. If you go ahead, sir. They could, uh, the governing body could say in the World Series. There you we don't go. Have a rain out. That's what I'm thinking. Fine. Unless it comes down, that I, I would hate to see. Look, well, even can, if Auburn they was can up, move it to seven or something like that. You know, uh, I just would hate to see a team. I'm like Jeff. I think it'd be more than a hundred dollars. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be a, a million. one game. I mean, you. Any, I mean, that game's anybody's about. game right there. But I understand what you're saying, Coach. It is a rule. We had a high school game this year that. That that happened to Would y'all have done it in the state championship, Coach? That's about what I was fixing to ask. I had a situation. I think I told you all this. Yeah, uh, you did. Well, you uh, had to make that choice. Yeah, I was in the state championship at Huntsville with the soccer, and we had Maplesville coming to GW <laughs> and they played in the final yeah, game. Yeah, but it was baseball. You were at, It was baseball, right? I got a call said it was rained out at the end of five and that they would come. They had, uh, umpires had told them to come back the next day and finish it. And I just called coach at Mapleville. So I said, Coach, there's no need to make that trip. The game's over. And that's the way it ended. It was over. At the end of five, we just go by the rules. Was he, was he, now, no, was didn't he, he, he? Was he very cordial, coach, when you told him that? I didn't listen to him. Yeah, because didn't, he, didn't one of them say they I thought don't know that? What he said honest, that. the <laughs> truth though. Honestly, look at me though. Didn't one, didn't you say one of them said they thought that was a rule? Yeah, both of them. Both of them. Didn't you tell me the coach said? Well, we thought well, that was both of them. That's what I thought see. that was a rule. Yeah. The umpire said that. Too. Yeah, yeah. The, the even the Maplesville. He did. Well, how late was it, coach? Greg Brewer brought it to me and. They had actually gone back home and come back, back to, to the play. Facility. Yeah, I remember you told that story on a road trip, but yeah. you said both coaches kind of said, "Well, we knew the rule. We thought it was Ooh, right." Man, I'd have been sitting. No, there. he the, the the guy didn't do too, too bad. Oh, you no, said, man. "Well, you told us then he no, didn't." Yeah, D.W. Long was a winner, and the Maplesville coach who I knew very well. And yeah, I said, "Coach, I'm sorry." Yeah. Well, G.W. Long, this library been ten to nothing we, anyway. We, well, <laughs> but, we but, had that in writing, and and it was. Was that the, the second game, system? Coach? Was that the first? That had been third, an elimination that was game. The third game. Okay. The, ooh, two out of three. That had been that last rubber match. Ooh. Well, I get that, Coach, because y'all didn't have it stated up front. I would expect, suspect, expect. <laughs> I, expect I expect all of that's been covered. Yeah, up I would hope so. World Series. Ooh, I hope. I'm glad that. You know, I'm glad we didn't get a chance to see. Well, I don't know who's batting in the bottom. All right, here we are. That's what I was going to tell you where we are. Okay, hold on. I'll give you right up to date where we're at. All right, it's four to one. We're in the top of the game. Would have been over. Yeah. Anderson pitching for Auburn. We're in the top of the fifth. Elliot Anders pitched to Fitzgerald, and they didn't finish the top of the fifth, did they? Well, it says Elliot pitching for Auburn. Hold on, let me go back out and see where last. Uh, no, they finished the bottom of the fourth. Um, High will fly it out to right okay, for the Auburn third out. Yeah, Auburn is the home team. 
I, I didn't hear you ask that. And then the top of the fifth, it said Anderson pitching for all Auburn. It doesn't say that he threw a pitch, Coach, and I didn't see it. Somebody can help me on that. I just know it was a long delay. And then at one point they Did said, they "Hey, they throw anything resume? in that before that inning started?" No, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't see it, and so I called Duke and asked him how he's coming out. He said he's called called in four. He said he said four to one in the four. bottom of four. Yeah, and then you know, then the last thing I heard was they were going to resume play at ten. And I was like, "Oh, Lord. I think they're going to start up." I got it right here. At noontime today. Uh, yeah. Okay. That sounds good. I'll get it right here. Uh, Noontime. I just had it up. <laughs> it was a big old green blob over headed toward Omaha because they kept fl- they'd show the radar occasionally. Oh yeah, they were they were expecting it to uh, to take place. Oh, it looks like just this is just me. If you saw that coming, why didn't you start the game like an hour early? Well, it's called moolah, the universal color of money, which is. Well, okay. 11 a.m. Excuse me, 11 3 8. First pitch. 11 3. First pitch. Our time. Slow time. Go time, coach. Central time. It'll be 11 a.m. Crack a barrel in the morning. Eight What am I supposed to do about on the morning? Let me tell coach. What are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing tomorrow at Crack Barrel? Appreciate you promoting Crack Barrel. What are we doing tomorrow? Who is we? The Valley Rams. No. Oh. Oh. Right. No Rams, just Panthers only. July 1, I had to clear my head there. Sometimes off the mark and go, whoop. We took a deep dive there. Uh, on don't the, ask if you don't want to know. You brought that up. Yeah, well, you. July man. 1st. What happens July 1st? We go to 13 10. 9 10. 13 10. On the mark. 6 to 9. Mm-hmm. You listen to. 6 6 6 6. <laughs> if you Coach, listen you to. You come in at 7. You come in when you. Time. Well, no, he's got to let his folks up in the Fairfax Valley, Lynette area, hear him at 6. You don't. You stay out of the negotiation. Man, he can Wait a minute now, boy. <laughs> He's gonna get here when he wants. We already. He'll got. be on the air from eight to ten now up there. He's gonna be on the air from seven to nine up there. Tell him, coach. That's really backing off. The up there, day. it'll be. We've eight increased to 10. his pay. The negotiation. They're on yeah, Eastern time. Saucy it'll biscuit. be eight to ten. There. <laughs> on saucy egg. It'll be on saucy egg. Oh, we biscuit. got to add the egg to it. Yeah. You didn't put that in writing, coach. I'll have to we'll add. Put that. it in writing. Get right. it on contract. All right, look. You'll be here. Um, so, Coach will be here with us. July 1st, we'll be flipping to 9, yeah, 10, to 13, why 10. I don't have us like a breakfast buffet in here. I don't here understand. Or, I don't understand. You can't figure all that out? Yeah, I, I, can't I don't understand a lot of things. Mark. I'll be coming I, here. I, uh, Jeff, I, 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 I kind of want you to handle those things. <laughs> Time for the Brave Report. Exactly right. We ran into a bus. The Atlanta Brave Report brought to you by Cannon Carpet One. Name DeGrom. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carpet one. Yeah, he ain't done that. Can I get like three? Canny Carpet One, located 3500 Pepper Parkway in Opelika. They bring you all kind of floor covering for your area. All you got to do is go by there. They give you a free estimate. They'll talk to you. They'll come out and install it. Canny Carpet One, tile, hardwood, pleather, whatever you want to put on the floor. They'll take care of it. Braves, what did they do, Jeff? They lost yesterday. What was the final? 10 uh, 2. But I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say at the this. end, yeah. bottom of the line. I'm gonna say this. You can't win them all. They no. won a bunch. They okay. So you hear that, Sam Duke? All y'all that claim I'm a brave, brave hater, which you know I like to tiss around with them. But now you can, yeah, you can crack on Tehran all you want, though. Man, I'll crack on any of them like, any time. Was he four and six? Well, let's check it. Right corner. What a pitch. Oh, he's sitting down. And strike All three these three balls, two strikes. And okay. a swing and a miss. But okay. we'll have to wait and see if that happens later on as DeGrom takes care of Ossie. One-two count for Camargo and okay. a swing and a miss. Okay. Okay. Donaldson chases and didn't get it. That's double digit <laughs> for DeGrom, number That's 10. 10 Ks. We're not through. And that's the fourth time he's reached 10 or more strikeouts. Still striking out, folks. He is in complete command. 8-0. That's dominating. What are they paying him? Hold on, I'm Man, sorry. When you got an eight spot up there and you, all you got to do is... Oh, hold on, Jeff. He was relaxed when he saw, when the sheet came out, who he was going to match up with. He went, I'm good. I got the brawl up. Well, the last time he pissed... No, I agree with you, Jeff. He, he was relaxed with a 10 nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know. him and him and uh, Freeman got a little sparring. They, they're good friends, but they got. Uh, he asked Freeman, said, uh, "You know, Freeman said I'll settle for you. Can strike me out twice. I'll go two for four, and I'll be fine." He said, "No, zero for four. What well, he that did? Didn't happen, Coach. Uh, uh, he hit a home run at he the end. About, uh, what three three hundred? Y'all reminiscing on a home run at the end? Is that what y'all? I'm hang saying, on? man, they gonna get their dingers every game. Yeah, Atlanta gets theirs. Uh, but can't win them all. Yeah. Okay. No, no, man. I mean, you know, you, get, a, you got to figure your jet lag. Like, this is the line out. score that you normally saw when we were growing up, Jeff. And, Coach, you were DeGrom, eight and a third, five hits, two earned runs, 10 Ks, 113 pitches. Uh, what is that? Jessamon, whatever. Two-thirds. My, my, my point, the starter went eight, the reliever finished it. That's didn't, what it used uh, to be. Let me ask you this. Didn't DeGrom have long hair last Look, year? Look, there's the queen making it to yeah, the he, race there. Look at there. He cut he cut it. it might, yeah, you know what, Coach? I think he did. Yes, yeah. he did, Coach. He did. He had a long ponytail. Yeah. She's made it to the races today. The prince is there. The queen. That's the queen. Queen. And the prince, I guess. Prince in the top hat. Yeah. They're watching racing. All right, so um, DeGrom, the win. Tehran, you're right. Um, four innings, eight hits, six earned runs. His ERA is only three, though, Jeff, and he gave up six earned runs. And, and 
So he obviously hasn't had too bad of an ERA. Four innings and eight runs. No, 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 six runs, excuse me. You know, they were kind of, the announcers were kind of taking taking off on uh, the fact that the Mets came in and had a players-only meeting, you know. That's kind of dangerous sometimes when them players get their heads together and say, hey, some leader steps up, the grown or some, one of those big leaders steps up and say, hey, it's time, it's time this ship got righted. Yeah. Some of you, some of you guys are going to have to get it with a program. Well, they got it was a beat down yesterday. And then they flipped it on, but yeah, they gonna they'll get crushed today by the Braves. I hope, I hope they come Who's back. Who's pitching? Yes, I've got one more highlight before I get before we go to break. Uh, he, he likes these highlights when the Braves. Uh, uh, hey, coach, I give highlights both wins and losses. Lifted towards center, Acuna on the run, still going. That ball's Bye-bye. in the bullpen and beyond off the back wall. Has hit another homer against the Braves, and New York's lead is another now another homer. That's a good way to go to break. And he's hit another homer. Alonzo's just absolutely just clobbered on Julio. Mayor Ron Anderson will come back. On the mark. In the mark. Goes Dan Washburn, D Mark Jeff. Sasser broadcasting from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio on this 19th day of June. Coach, if you can't get pumped up for that right there, you just can't get pumped up. You know? Well, she's going to the races. That's their, what is that, Royal Ascot World Cup. Queen Elizabeth is at the horse races, this is what Jeff is looking at right now. They're bringing her in in a buggy. She's getting the royal treatment. I wonder if she's going to weigh a little wager up there. You reckon she'll wager a little bit, Coach? I doubt it. She, I bet she, she, crown buy, jewels on. she could just buy the whole place. She could buy the whole to. place. I bet she'll watch. There she's coming on. Now, now, now is that, now, who is that? That's the, that's the, oh, there's Charles and his wife. Charles. What's, what's the lady's name Camilla. there? Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. So they all there. She's okay. a daisy. Royalty has arrived. <laughs> Royalty has arrived at the horse track. <laughs> All right, what's the forecast? Wait, no, Mayor Andrews to call in and give us a council report from the city of Auburn. Tell me about the um, uh, forecast is going to be hot every day. It's brought to you by the Opelika Observer. Highs are going to be in the close to 90s. Lows are going to be in the middle, middle 70s, really 74, 73 degrees. Uh, there's a chance of rain every day. It does taper off. Mm, well, 30 today, 20 tomorrow, 30 Friday, 30 Saturday, 20 on Sunday. So, you know, spotty rain, spotty rain. So we heard from uh, Council President Eddie Smith in the first hour uh, about the city of Opelika. Time to go to the Hamilton's hotline, and we bring in the mayor of the city of Auburn, our good friend, Mayor Ron Anders. Good morning, Mayor Anders. Good morning to you, D. Mark, and all your entourage you got there today. I got them all in here. <laughs> So you heard one over there in the background already stirring it up. But, uh, uh-oh, we're, we're glad to have you on the mark. How are you doing, sir? Happy late Father's Day, although I told you personally, privately. but Thank you. And same to you and same to all the daddies that play such an important role in Auburn, Opelika area. Couldn't and do I, it without them. And I know you had a tough It's summer. obvious when they're engaged and involved. There's no question about it. No doubt. I know it was a little special for you, tough, because your father had just passed recently. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. I appreciate you saying that, you, buddy. Yep. All right, tell us about the meeting last night, Mayor. Well, we just uh, 
It was it was a good long meeting. We uh, we started off our meeting by receiving our annual check from Briggs and Stratton for ten thousand dollars to pay for our fireworks All show right. July the And this is uh, I believe the twentieth year that they've made that contribution to the city of Auburn. And uh, you know if you want to if you want to stereotype what a great community partner should be, especially from an industrial uh, type of absolutely partner, Briggs and Stratton is is the prototype, and they've just been loyal to our community in so many different ways, uh, whether they're whether it's, whether their employees are involved in our community or whether they're hosting educational opportunities for young people or giving us ten thousand dollars to support our fireworks show, which will be the night of July the fourth. Rain date will be July the fifth, uh, but that's uh, become a traditional event out of Duck Sanford Football Stadium in the parking lot there. And we certainly encourage people to make their plans to be there that night. But we appreciate Cisco King who has presented that check for all these years, and Mr. King will be retiring awesome. soon from uh, Briggs and Stratton. So uh, we look forward to continuing to accept those checks from Briggs and Stratton and, uh, in the future, and thanks, thanks Cisco for all of his help and uh, good efforts uh, with this project. We also recognize the girls' golf team. Our golf team was uh, at Auburn High, won, has won back-to-back state championships, and uh, we were pleased to bring them in. It's a little more difficult to do that during the summertime with school years over with, but there was a couple of girls there and their coach and we were just very proud of them yeah, and thankful and I they've got some they've got some people coming back next year, D March, so we might be doing it again. Oh, they've, go. they've got a little run going over there. Um and then we recognize a number of uh people from the boys and girls track and field teams. Um both teams were successful. The girls finished second and the boys finished fourth, but we had a number of uh young people that won state championships and so mm-hmm. Shania Holly won Javelin and Brandon Crum won the discus, and we had a relay team win and some distance runners win. And so we recognized those groups of individuals and the teams at large and just patting them on the back and telling those young people we appreciate their hard work. And, they, you know, they wear uniforms to say Auburn on the front of it, and they represent all of us. And we just want them to know that we appreciate everything they do. Absolutely, Mayor. Let me jump in here real quick. Shania competed in the Nationals with about four or five Auburn High um, yeah, students. I see where she did pretty well in the javelin, right? You know, I'm not sure. I yeah. thought she was going to the Nationals. Wait a minute. Um, You're right. She is going to peak, compete. I thought she already had competed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. So, but, good for know, her. That's a, you know, that's an interesting, that's an interesting discipline that you don't wake, you don't, you know, grow up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's much more technical than you would think. And um, I know for a fact we've had a number of boys who have transitioned from other sports over to doing that over the years and have been successful. But uh, anyway, certainly just proud of her and her family was there last night taking photos. Anyway, it was good. It was a good moment, D-Mark. Um, so as we got into the to the agenda last night, we had uh, a number of alcohol beverage licenses that we, that we approved. A couple of them were just changing ownerships. A couple of them were new businesses. So we approved those. We did approve the CDBG action plan for this year. And it's the 2019 plan. Um, I encourage people to go to the city's website, and you can see where the dollars will be spent. Um, we normally get anywhere from around anywhere from like five seventy-five to six hundred thousand dollars is issued to the city of Auburn. It's to go to support low and moderate income areas, and so you know there's a number of things we can do with it, from youth services to senior services to infrastructure to community services to health-related services roads, sidewalks, those kind of things, but they've got to be really focused on that low to moderate income 
um, citizen. And so we approved the action plan for this year, and then soon we'll be approving a five-year plan um, that will take us uh, into the future, and we'll be working on that as the calendar turns into 2020. Went through some speed humps. We've got, a, you know, as more cars are in town, we've got more people driving, and um, people tend to drive fast. I think that's probably not unfair to to cast most people as uh, having a heavier foot. So we've proved six different speed humps on three different streets, mm-hmm. uh, five different speed humps on three different streets. So uh, just trying to make things more safe for people. We approved two different firewall uh, purchases from Palo Alto Company. Uh, to support the infrastructure, the, the cyber security of the city. Um, you know, cyber security is one of the most important things we hear about in our in our civilization this day and age. And um, there's just so many things that could go wrong if hackers were to break into your systems. And there's just uh, people just don't realize how dependent we are on our on our cyber infrastructure and networks. And so. You know, it was time for us to evaluate, build a new, uh, buy new firewalls, and the firewalls obviously are the protection devices to keep the bad people from getting in there and messing things up. And so we did make a purchase on that. It was a three-year uh, contract to support maintenance. Um, we also added a school resource officer to Auburn City Schools. Right now, where they currently have eight, and last night we added a ninth, approved a ninth member. We approved the exercise equipment for the new public safety center, um, so that the Fire personnel and the police personnel will have their own exercise area in there to stay in shape, um, which is mandated through their job. And so we're we're proud to give them a quality atmosphere to do that in and think that they deserve it. I think at y'all's last meeting in Opelika, y'all talked about a mutual aid agreement with Fort Benning and communities around East mm-hmm. Alabama and West Georgia. Um, we approved that last night. Um, and this has been talked about in the paper, and they've done a good job explaining this, but it's just basically a, you know, it's a memorandum of understanding. It's an agreement between all of us to say if something unnatural happens, like a bad tornado, per se, or something that could be even more catastrophic than that, um, which that's pretty catastrophic, that we will all figure out ways to help one another. And uh, and I think what really makes this unusual is that you've got the presence of a large Army base nearby. And they're saying, hey, we might need y'all for some things. And obviously, we can see the the reality of needing them for support. Absolutely. But it's just a mutual aid agreement amongst all of us. You've got the city of Columbus, and you've got counties of Chambers, and uh, Russell, and, and Lee, and Opelika, Auburn, Smith, and Phoenix City, and Harris County, and Talbot County, and Muskogee County, and Columbus. And so we're all kind of linking arms and saying, hey, if, the, if something bad happens, we're going we're gonna to be there to help each other. Is this like a show of goodwill, maybe a good faith? Is that what that is, yeah, Mayor, or is it I a little mean, bit more than – I would say it's more than a gentleman's agreement. It's a it's an expectation now, okay. you okay. know, that if, if there's a problem, we're going to – we're we going to call, call you, we're gonna, you go. and we're going to need you, and we're going to expect you to say yes unless there's a good reason for you not to. I like the fact about the base. Never thought about – I think about Columbus's Fort Benning, but I don't think about – Kind of some uses it could be if it, you know, God forbid if it were to get to that way. But you're right, right, that's a good deal. B. Mark, I, you know, I didn't witness this myself, but I was told that that Fort Benning did support the efforts in Borgard and Smith um, after the tornadoes. Um, I'm, my guess is they were primarily some type of cleanup efforts, but they were over there offering assistance, and so 
you know, an army base over there, you think they've got all the infrastructure in the world. They do have some infrastructure, but there's a lot they don't have. Right. And, uh, you know, if something like that were to happen on that base, they would, there'd be a lot of reasons for them to need other people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think it's a, to me, it's just also just saying, hey, we're, we live near each other and we're going to take care of each other. And I, that, that seems to be a pretty healthy understanding uh, from where I, I come. Like I like that. We also approved the janitorial services agreement um, for uh, some of our major municipal buildings, our library, our water building, city hall, development services building, our new public safety center. And so, um, you know, hey, those buildings got to be taken care of. The bathrooms got to be cleaned. The floors have got to be mopped. The carpet's got to be vacuumed. The, you know, the cabinets have got to be wiped down. And so we we approved a, an agreement for that last night. We also approved a, a new fire code, which basically the state of Alabama is going to enhance their fire code. If the, they'll be bringing it up at the next session in 2020. And what they're going to be saying is that in a commercial um, type of building, a building that people will be in, a lot of people will be in, whether it's municipal, industrial, commercial, um, some kind of practice, that you've got to have a professional licensed contractor to install your life safety, your fire support systems. You cannot have somebody who does that on the weekend, you know, like you could potentially have for residential situation. Right. But you've got to have a professional licensed person. This is documented um, who they are. And so we went ahead and passed that as a city. We've got some projects coming online that we felt like that we needed to go ahead and have that in place. Um, and so we just changed some language to, to accommodate that, but that's what we did. We also went through an uh, annexation, six acres out on Heath Road, and it's got city on three sides, and so we brought that in last night. Which way is and Heath Road? A, Hold on just a second, Mary. Which way is Heath Road? Heath Road is north on the other side of 280. Okay, going gotcha. Towards the, kind of going towards Gold Hill a little bit. Got it, got it. And then we had five different projects we looked at last night. The Mark One is a multi-use project, a little area right there as you go into our new baseball park, which is not new anymore. It's 20 years old, but it's Doug Sanford Baseball Park behind Makata off Airport Road. There's a little corner piece of property that's been for sale for the longest time since I was out there coaching my boys. It was for sale, but there, um, there's going to be a development there that will be commercial on the bottom and have some uh, residential on top. And so we approved that. Last night, there's also, we approved a mini warehouse climate control building. We've got that odd piece of property as you come down Glen Avenue um, off of Bent Creek Road. And as you swing around, um, kind of around the airport, there's an odd piece of property that that really backs up to an airport runway. And uh, it's very challenging, and there's not a lot you can put there. Um, There's not a lot of uses that would be appropriate there. Uh, any use that created a lot of traffic would be totally inappropriate. We wouldn't allow. But it's, you know, we fight it being overgrown and, um, you know, it's it's a gateway center, really, I think. My perspective is, is it's a key location for our city because a lot of people get off the interstate there. They drive into Auburn that way. And so this is a you know, this is a storage unit complex. It's not the greatest and fanciest use that you would think of but it is going to clean the property up. It is going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty good looking, and it's not going to create a lot of traffic there. Uh, it'll certainly change the dynamics of the property taxes that are accrued from that piece of property, so there'll be an improvement for our city, but it'll be low intensity with traffic. And uh, anyway, we approved that last night after some good, rich discussion. It was a very um, 
it was a tight vote. I believe it was five to four. Uh-huh. Proved an office building out off uh, Moores Mill Road near the Grove Park Inn, Grove Hill Academy. There's one piece of property undeveloped right there, and there will be a small office building. My guess is you'll see some professional offices in there. Do not know that. That's strictly a guess. And then uh, the most discussion of the night came around the, the Chick-fil-A drive-through. And so on Mag Avenue, we've got a very successful Chick-fil-A. It's unbelievable to me. Uh, as one who spent most of his life on Mag Avenue, um, how that Chick-fil-A has done what it's done. But it's got a very clumsy drive-through situation that creates a traffic nightmare and nuisance to this whole city all the time, not just at lunch hour. Um, And so what we contemplated last night specifically is a road service use to change the way that that drive-through functions as part of a larger redevelopment of that area. And so... You know, there was a lot of discussion about drive-throughs in the urban core. There was discussion about how that drive-through is going to affect the neighbors next door, and uh, and ultimately they've got a drive-through now that can hold about 12 cars, and this is going to be a drive-through that can hold almost 40 cars. And very rarely, even in the most successful drive-throughs, are you going to have people wait for 40 cars to get through there? Um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chick-fil-A is a very successful restaurant, um, and there's going to be redevelopment on this area right there. So six council members voted in support of this road service use last night. Three council members voted against it, but they'll be going forward if this new project goes forward. There's still some things to do with this new project, but the new project would include some retail next to Chick-fil-A, which there's kind of an old house that's kind of functioned as a kind of a fraternity house all these years. It's not been well taken care of. And so there's some somewhat of a dilapidated property next door to Chick-fil-A that'll be cleaned up with some retail frontage and then there'll be some student housing in there. And then the final piece we 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 approved last night is the Industrial Development Board IDB um, use. It was conditional use for a new project called Project Five that'll be uh, off of West Tech Lane. But it's a, a new announcement that'll be coming forth in the future, a significant building, hundreds of uh thousands of square feet, and so uh, we'll be excited about announcing that in the future, but we did approve the site plan and the conditional use for this in the industrial park. So that was uh, that was the city council meeting. Man, Martin. you knocked it out. I, long meeting? Sounds like it went a long way. Y'all had a lot to cover. It was a long meeting, but we got out of there in time to what we thought was going to be watch the 9 o'clock Auburn baseball game. They got rained out, so we'll... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's just a lot happening in our community. People are passionate about what goes on in our community. We do try to do a more thorough job of explaining what's going on in our community. And so, you know, from time to time, our meetings take longer than they used to take. But I believe, by and large, those are for good reasons uh, and not for bad reasons. And so, anyway, we'll be moving ahead. We will meet on uh, Tuesday, July the 2nd. That's two days before the 4th of July. As we polled the members of our council, most of them will be here, so we wanted to stay on schedule and not delay that a week. And so we will meet on July the second. All right, let me let me go back, Mayor Andrews. Did you say the fireworks would be on the fifth or the fourth? It'll be on the fourth, but if it rains, it'll be on the fifth. 
Good to be on the field. Thank you very much. I thought that was right. And you know what? Jeff and I were kind of looking at each other. Briggs and Stratton, I, I can – man, they've got to be the sponsor for – a long, long time. I was told twenty years last night they've that. been doing it twenty years. <laughs> we didn't know that, but we were we wrote a note and I went, Man, it's got to be Now that's a long time and that's not as long as y'all been alive, but no, that's a long time. But yeah, I mean I just know that's a good partner right there. And um they've been They're a great partner. Yeah. And I and I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was a, a good point on that. All right, Mayor, anything else you want to hit on before we go, buddy? I think you got us covered, D-Mark. All right. All right. Thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure. 11 o'clock, first pitch. Maybe they'll get it in today. Okay? I hope so. All right. I Take care. So. All right, my man. Always Thank a pleasure. You, Mayor Ron Adams right, on the mark. Eight thirty-two. Hey, I got it covered, guys. Get your mic over. I'm, I know what's happening in both sides of this highway. The O and the A. Y'all you know got that. It covered. We you got, got it. it. You got it right. We, we have people it right. that don't listen to this station are uninformed. <laughs> well, we just had they are uninformed edge about information. what's going on in the cities. There you go. Cities. Hey, yeah, I appreciate them calling in because I'd hate for Mark to go over you to know, the council uh, meeting from what he reads in the paper. Council, I mean, council I mean, there like you go. A, See. If he did it like he did a like a, a Dixie U schedule, man, you all right. Man, you'd all be right. Like, now look, I called that. enough of that yesterday. Council President Eddie Smith gave me some very valuable information. I, I wondered what the population was. He said twenty eight, maybe in the last year or two, but probably going to thirty to thirty five. That's what he just said. That's right. Yeah, and uh, if it's thirty, we could say thirty and be safe now. Thirty thousand. That's that's a growing city. What's the population of Auburn? That's what I was trying Probably. to think, Coach. I don't know. Oh, well, that's Probably a good question. Right 50. There. What number is that, Probably, Coach, and then three. And what, what I would say probably there's 35. I don't know how that works, who they count. Like, how does the students count as, like? How does the college student count? Yes, sir. That's what I was trying to get at. I'll say this. Um, that's 20,000 of them, isn't it? 30-something thousand, Coach. Okay. Think about game day, how many is piled in there. <laughs> well, that's – well, they say Alabama and Auburn, when they're on game day, have as many – not the biggest, but – Second or third. third yeah, second, CDM's third, day. something like that. But, yeah, Coach, that's an interesting point. So, I would say Auburn could be 70 with the students or, or – If you count students. 60, yeah, yeah or – And they're they legal know. residents. They vote here when they – I'm hear not it. sure how that, that goes, but – so you were looking for the uh, census? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the Auburn Opelika area, the entire area, you, as one conglomerate population, you 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 probably pushing a hundred thousand. You know what? I think you'd be right, wouldn't you, Jeff? Yeah. I think that would be coaching. So you were kind of waiting to see that, how that was going to be. Maybe how somebody would, how he would, the, you were looking for the answers, basically what you were trying to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize when the census is coming out this in 20. I just kind of, I just kind of wondered sometime and I had never heard the number until this morning when Got it. Edit uh, gave us that information. In 2017, Auburn's population was 63,973. There you go. I, I was thinking 50, close 000. to 70. Yeah. In 99, their population was 23,000. <clears throat> so in 20 years, they almost doubled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. 
They uh, did double. They did, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I wasn't thinking about and And I don't know how much of that is students. They've got a bunch of. you got listed for Opelika. What does it say, Jeff? Listed 3,000 for Auburn. I'd say 2017, it says uh, 30,240. Yeah, to we, said 30, we said 30,000. There you go. So, Coach, that's 90 uh, right what, there what, between them. What'd you say? What'd you say? That's going to 30 or 35. What'd you say? Close to 100? Yeah. And that's 90 right there. Yeah. Like a math. There you go, man. Ma'am. i so, take that back. Auburn's population in 94 was 37,000. Yeah. Okay. So it has, it's about close to double. Double. There you go. I don't, I don't. It's up to 53 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 63. 63. Mm-hmm. 63, and then uh, uh, Opelika is 30. You're talking about 93,000 total area. Mm-hmm. Coach, you heard this, any, any stories out of the Washington County uh, School? Chatham. Uh, yes, sir, about the baptism. No. An attorney for the Freedom from Religious Foundation has sent a letter to a high school in South Alabama complaining at the school's role of, in a baptism of 18 student football players. Um, violating the separation of church and state. The baptism took place at Washington County High School football field May 16th. In a letter dated May 29th, Attorney Christopher Lyon asked Washington County Superintendent John Dickey to ensure that the school is no longer including religious rituals during school-sponsored activities. Uh, Social media post uh, showed uh, Chris Sanford, a student uh, minister from Chatham's Baptist Church, baptizing football players in a a, uh, large... Uh, trough on the football field. Uh, none of this would be going on without head coach uh, Devin Roberts. Southern Alabama Fellowship of Christian Athletes staff member Dennis Hayford um, Hayford uh, says in the video, uh, Coach Roberts, who was busy running a camp, but might comment later, Dickey has not yet responded to requests for comment, according to AL.com. Quote, as school sponsors events, football practice cannot include any endorsement, religious or religious rituals. Um, the group wrote, it is also illegal for coaches to organize or participate in the religious, religious activities and students, including baptism. The involvement of a public school in baptism is so over the top and ludicrous. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to cite and display a, a secretarian religious, religious, excuse me, more blatant than this, according to the co-president of the freedom from religion. You know, there is a statue and uh, came out of the court uh, some years ago that said if if those activities are initiated by students, mm-hmm. they could hold prayer around the flagpole in the morning. Mm-hmm. They could, as long as it, uh, there was no instructor involved. It was them doing it, right, Cook? It was it, it, students doing it. What they're trying to say here, the coach, the leader of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes has instigated it. And, and uh, I think you – I think uh, – uh, you know my now, you know feelings. My I'm all for it, but uh, still, you, you don't you need gotta, to push the envelope to a point. Yeah, that's kind of. Um, I mean, you can. I can get them folks baptized. I can get them uh, players baptized. There's all kind of places to do that. Yes, sir. The school, a public school. So I can't. Uh, let me say this. I'm not. I'm not saying that the the they're wrong. Okay, they may be a bit wrong to do it like that. Yeah. Uh, but they're not wrong, in my opinion, no, to talk about not. that. But do it at a different place, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, and, not, and don't. That's what I say. I yeah, say, no, I, I don't kinda, push the envelope, and don't don't give them any reason to squawk and get publicity. All they doing is getting publicity. Yeah, because for one time, I do kind of understand what 
the law says. You know what I mean? Now, I also understand the good that has come out of this. And at Washington County, uh, they, they need some good, wouldn't you think, Coach, in Chatham? As as all places do. Hey, hey, you know what? We need some good inside this studio, too. Goodness gracious. Side Studio D. Any coaching openings that you know of, Coach, that you've heard of that are big I jobs? Not, I have not heard any. Of course, I wouldn't hear them. Why would you not hear them? I just wouldn't hear them. You got a, you got a direct line to those coaches. Oh, well, you know what, Coach? We we do good together between us. Yeah. But, I've had uh, some good 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 resources. I, I hadn't heard anything in that 251 area, the 256, or or any any of the two o five two o five or the three three four either. You know we haven't had. You know two five one got stuck. He two five one's been traveling. He got stuck in Houston. Couldn't happen to a better. Pro- I mean he got stuck in Houston. Bless his heart. Is he okay? I'm sure. I mean I, you know I checked on him. I mean not like his. He got grounded. Weather bad. Yeah. Uh, group we were traveling with they. But we were on different flights, and they were in a five-hour delay. Well, Beth and I got got to our destination Saturday. Last Saturday was a week. This past Saturday was a week ago. We got there at one thirty, and it was like eight or eight thirty when they got there. Yeah, I got pictures. Uh, Craig Kimbrell back pitched a game Tuesday, and the first time since the game four of the eighteen World Series. Uh, the seven-time All-Star uh, free agency inked a three-year, $43 million deal. He uh, Tuesday, he pitched for Lee Huntsville and Wallace State. Uh, the Lee Huntsville-Wallace State standout um, worked a one, two, three-inning seventh in the Iowa Cubs AAA game in the Pacific Coast League in California. One, two, three. Emerald got a fly out. A ground out and a strike three on eight pitches. It was good. He told Tommy Birch, the writer of Des Moines Register, it was good to get back out there, mm-hmm. get the ball in my hand, and get in this minor league park and sit these boys down. No, I'm just kidding. It was my first good step. Kimbrough has a 3-3-3 major league saves. What is that? Oh, 333 major league saves. Wow, the most in baseball since he reached the league in 2010. Kimbrough compiled a 31-9 and record with a one ERA. Good gracious. In 532 inning, he has yielded 285 hits, 205 walks, and struck out 868 batters. Ouch. He said, I don't think it'll be too long before I'll get up to the bullpen. Ouch. Pretty wild. Well. needed him. Yeah, he'd be oh, fast-tracked. That, that, they did need him, Coach. <clears throat> Did y'all an ERA? Man, why did somebody not sign him sooner? Ooh. Comments, thoughts? Mm, you know, I I don't know exactly what he was looking for to begin with. I'm I'm suspecting something long term, like a ten year deal. Mm-hmm. And people aren't, you know. What is Kimbrough about thirty? Yeah. Thirty, thirty one. I mean, you do you want to take a guy okay. into his forties? Okay. Let me ask you this. What's the chance of a guy like that 
ever be saying, well, I want to be a starter now. You know, Coach, I don't know. Remember when they wanted, what was it? Was it Smokes they wanted to be? When was it? Was he? Did they move him to the bullpen? went from a starter to a bullpen. bullpen. There you go. I'm talking about going from bullpen to starter. I wouldn't think you'd do that the older you'd get, would you, Coach? It would be more on your arm, wouldn't it? Well, it would, but uh, as hard as he throws, I guess it figures, well, he couldn't He couldn't throw that hard I think for six or seven right. minutes. Yeah. All right, let me switch gears a little bit here. Y'all start whistling in the World Series, you're going to get ejected. You understand? Yes, sir. Which one? Yep. Fans can be ejected for College World Series are called disruptive behavior. Miss Christine, Miss Christina. I'm not going to, I can't quite get her last name. E-N-G-D-A, Angel, Indoll. Mm-hmm. A spokesperson for the Omaha Metropolitan Entertainment and Convention Authority told the Tennessean that the College World Series organizers had received a slew of negative comments and complaints, both online and in person, in regards to Franklin's whistling. According to the Tennessean, only Franklin among the two Vanderbilt whistlers was at Saturday's games. Pack was unable to attend due to obligations, but plans to travel to Omaha. These guys are whistlers. They got these whistlers. Oh, they like One of two whistlers. infamous whistling Vanderbilt baseball fans was threatening with ejection. I left that out. Wow. Preacher Franklin with Jeff Pack, one of two Commodore fans. I don't know if his first name is Preacher or if he is a preacher. Um, I would think he would be a preacher, wouldn't you? Yeah, what was he whistling? They just whistled. That, that, that they warned him three times during Saturday's game that they'd have to lead Ameritrade Park if he didn't quiet down. Wow. Franklin and Pack have achieved a degree of fame <laughs> or infamy. Depending on your point of view, in recent years, uh, piercing the uh, whistles have generated with their mouths and fingers which can be heard throughout the uh, TV and during the stadium. People are bothered about it. Sounds to me like. Now, Mr. Director over there, step in, sir. Well. You're up. We, when you, I guess you can't compare that to. Artificial. Uh, to the Alabama High School Athletic Association rules because, you know, in an enclosed arena, we had a noise uh, ordinance, uh, ordinance, yeah. Uh, but in a football game, unless it now, you know what I told them. Uh, they, they said uh, they started with the cowbells, and then they started with jugs with rocks. That was one area they, they started with jugs with the rock with pebbles in it, gravel, and they shake those things and make. And you get five hundred of those things shaking. I think uh, that's I, illegal. I disband them. Oh, but as weapons. I mean, you can imagine. Uh, you imagine somebody taking old rocks out and throwing them, or you can imagine taking somebody hitting somebody with a rock or, or a cowbell. Uh, those things are are not. Uh, uh, they they are just uh, not to be brought to a football game, an outside event or an inside event. And uh, that's uh, so. Let's go back. Now you get to the college. Apparently, level. these guys are just like this, whoop, whistling with their mouth. Not a not a. Not a, a artificial noisemaker, coach. You know, it, it don't say that. They could have had a reference. Well, now it said. Whistle. Well, hold on now. It said, um, "Help me out if anybody's listening." Seven four five five. You just said whistle. Hold on, I, coach. It said uh, 
All right, hold on. Uh, Franklin achieved degree or infamy. Okay, in recent years, piercing wheels have generated with their mouths and fingers. Yeah, like this. Okay, yeah. so I didn't. I was saying it yeah. did say that. Uh, you know, I, I, my first thing is say how you catch somebody like that. Well, that's you what you put the fingers in their mouth. But I mean, now can we stop just a minute? And you got security that's watching them on camera and all this sort of stuff, and they pinpoint them. And, and so they, you can't whistle at a ball game. Well, I'm just asking. I mean, you laugh. You can't clap too loud. If it's distracting to the opposition's hitter, or if you clap too loud, is that bad too? No. I don't think so. I'm just asking. I just see can, where I don't you're... think you can clap too loud, <laughs> but you can whistle too loud. You can be distracting and an unsportsmanlike to a hitter. Okay, all right. It may be about to about to hit a ball, and he hears a shrill noise. Yeah, uh, I would think it. I think it's logistic to say, "Hey, put him out the ballpark if he won't stop at a reasonable request." Do it during the times he can do it, but not during the times he That's can't right. do it. Yeah. Play, I wouldn't think. It would be like the band playing when. <clears throat> so a human being making a noise with his body, with his mouth, is not allowed. That's right. If it's disrupted. Disrupted. You don't go with what it, it comes Makes from. Sense, if it's coach. disrupted. Well, you have artificial. You have statements about artificial statements. Unsportsmanlike. If it affects the play of a player and, and they use it unsportsmanlike, it's uh, disruptive. Got it. Got it. See, that's the reason Couldn't I run. have you in here, Coach. Give me that other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, I mean. I'm laughing about it. You think this is funny. I take it serious. Every single week, I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing's funny to me. I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed. We're in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about. On the Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser has been brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on Six, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. On the Mark is an iHeartMedia Auburn production and is available live now on iHeartRadio at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.